Hey everyone, welcome to How to Live the Podcast. We are your hosts, Jess and Steph Daron, and we are very excited for you to be joining us for this very special VAMF Week edition of the podcast. It is the Virgin Australia Melbourne Fashion Festival here in Melbourne, and we are presenting to you How to Live X VAMF the Podcast. Hello there, and happy VAMF Week. It's going to be a massive one. It's going to be a really massive one. Like, let's not underestimate the word massive there. We are doing two episodes a day every day this week. It's crazy. Crazy. I am excited for never sleeping, but it's going to be so much fun. We have some incredible guests lined up for you this week, including Glynis Trail Nash, who is the fashion editor of The Australian. We also have Elise Tran, the entrepreneur behind The Daily Edited. And that one's for the second time because you guys just loved her so damn much. And so did we. We have Sarah Gale, who heads up AMPR, but looks after the entire PR for the festival. And... For the first time ever, we're going to be doing a live episode, which I'm pretty nervous about, to be completely honest. (laughs) I thought you were going to say excited and then you just went with nervous, which was like way more honest and accurate. Absolutely. So that one's actually with Kath Wills, the founder of Sands Beast. Our favorite. She is also a second timer because Kath is actually our mentor in real life. We catch up with her about once a month. We could speak to her endlessly and gather her knowledge and so... We are really excited to be welcoming her and that is going to be live this Saturday from the VIP lounge at the festival. There are very few tickets left available to this one, guys. So if you do want to come along and listen to that conversation live, it's going to be incredible. We would just love to have you there. Tickets are available via the VAMF website and of course you can find that link in our show notes. And just generally come visit us live in the plaza at the Royal Exhibition Building in Melbourne. We're going to be there Wednesday, Thursday and Friday evenings. So it's going to be pretty freaking fun. For the full list of who is going to be on this podcast this week, make sure you join How to Live the Podcast group on Facebook and we will be posting a lot of details and bonus content there throughout the week. But Stay tuned right here on How to Live the Podcast is where you are going to be getting all this content. There's going to be one episode coming at you every morning, one episode coming at you every afternoon. When you wake up, when you drive home Australia time, make sure you hit that subscribe button and you are going to be getting those episodes straight to your phone. So essentially, we wanted to dedicate this week to the Melbourne Fashion Festival because we love fashion and we love festivals and the Melbourne one just happens to be our absolute favourite. It's a week that every year we really look forward to. We get to get dressed up. We see amazing Australian designers showcase. We even cancel our international travel plans, which is a really big one because we had an invitation to a wedding in India this week. So we do believe it is the biggest consumer fashion festival in the Southern Hemisphere, but really... This festival is more than just about fashion. It's also about having fun, about being you and really expressing yourself. And some of the Southern Hemisphere's biggest brands, entrepreneurs, stylists, models get involved with this amazing week. And we just thought, wow, this inspiring group of people is all going to be in one place. So we are going to go chat to them, find out what makes these people tick, what keeps them inspired how they've built up these incredible careers and so, so much more. And we are so excited to take you on this journey with us, you guys. (laughs) 
So to kick things off, we thought we would start this week by talking to you about some of our most hilarious, most embarrassing, most amazing Fashion Week stories because we have been to a lot of festivals around the world, New York, Tokyo, Paris, London, Melbourne, Sydney. Yeah, I think that's it. And if you haven't been to Fashion Weeks, we will tell you exactly what it's like here. We're going to be totally raw and open with you. But to be real, it's freaking awesome. Like I remember the first festival that we went to was in Melbourne and it was an absolute dream come true. You get to dress up in really, really fun outfits and you go and the vibe is always amazing. And when Mm. you arrive, there are lots of people outside taking photos and getting their photo taken. And it's really fun because you always get to spot like some designer or celebrity that you really, really respect. And the vibe and energy of these festivals is freaking amazing. And when you're sitting watching a runway show and the lights kind of go down and then you've got these heavy spotlights and the models come stomping down the runway and you've got this really energetic music. Like I feel like there is no better feeling and I feel like a lot of people sit there so seriously watching the show and then they're always just like smattered around a few people and we're always a couple of them that are just like dancing and having like the best time of their lives because it's so much fun. Yeah. And here's the thing that I think we want to break down this week as well. Sometimes people think that fashion is really serious. And when they think of fashion week and they hear those words, they're like, oh, that sounds like a place that I don't belong. But I think the thing is, it's not actually a serious place. It's really fun and silly. And it's often where we have our most hilarious stories of where we humiliated ourselves. Oh, yes. We humiliated ourselves a lot. And I feel like for me, there's one humiliation that like comes to mind that unfortunately stands out from the rest, but it's about you, not about me. So I feel like you need to tell them that story that happened to you that time in New York Fashion Week. Do you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Oh, I yeah. haven't forgotten it and it was probably about seven years ago. Yeah. So we were going to New York Fashion Week. I think it was our first time there as bloggers, as how to live. And we were wearing these gorgeous Natasha Fag outfits that were one of a kind. And actually we discovered her through the vamp. They always do this national graduate showcase where they showcase student designers. And we'd found Natasha Fag through that. And because they're student designers, they're not just, you know, what you'd find in a store. They're these crazy over the top, really beautiful really highly constructed outfits. We were also wearing like these really fancy glasses and we were just like getting there and ready to get our photo taken because we were just like bossing it in these epic outfits. And we were also in these giant platforms, which is very pertinent to the story that you're about to tell. Yeah. So essentially we got out, I think we were in a cab. I don't think there was Uber back then. And we get out of the car and we take like a few steps. Oh, it was at Lincoln Square, which is where it used to be Fashion Week in New York. Yes. And so we weren't in the square yet though. We were just outside. So like we just took a few steps and then all of a sudden I stumbled and fell. Guys, flat on my face, I kid you not, luckily did not hurt myself. And then I just hear like click, 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 like the camera sound going. And I swear it was like Carrie Bradshaw moment, looked up and Bill Cunningham's face and camera was in my face. Now, if you guys don't know who Bill Cunningham is, he essentially invented street style photography as we know it. He sure did. A man that I deeply, deeply respect, was a fan of and loved. And there he is in my face taking my photo while I'm flat on the pavement. 
It was pretty hilarious if you were anyone but Jess at that moment. You know, like there are things that happen to you in your life and you're like, oh, this is really embarrassing, but I know I'll find it funny eventually. Like I just did not feel that way. Now, do you find it funny? I find it funny, but when I talk about it and I tell the story, I have like that little pit in my stomach of embarrassment that I remember I felt so deeply then. And I reckon it lingered for like two weeks, you know, like just, oh, why did I do that? Oh, oh. it was so bad. Oh my God. Luckily I'm- though, the photos didn't end up anywhere. Well, we actually ended up chasing Bill Cunningham down. He like scampered off and he was like getting on a bike to ride away and we're like chasing after him like, Bill, Bill, please don't post those photos anywhere. And I think he just like turned around to us and was just like, uh-huh. I think I like scoured every blog about Tumblr. New York Fashion Week possible for like the following two months just to see whether it was out there. I don't know. Maybe it is out there. Maybe you guys can send it to us because I would actually love to see it seven years later. I'm into it. Another one that I really love is we did get the opportunity about six years ago now to work with L Girl Japan and they sent us to Tokyo Fashion Week. So you guys, like we were so excited. We were like, we have been waiting for this moment. Just so you know, if you don't have a visual on us already, definitely Google how to live and you will just get photo after photo of like crazy, colorful, over-the-top outfits. We've toned it down a lot since then, but back in the early days of How to Live, we were just all about the OTT. We could not get enough. And we were like, all right, Japan, Fashion Week, this is basically our moment to shine. We had never been to Japan before as well. So when I thought of Tokyo at the time, I thought of Harajuku, you know, it was Mm. just like the idea was people in costume, you know, I didn't think of it so much as fashion as I did costumes. Yes. We were like, okay, well, if usually we're at an 8.5 on the crazy scale, we got to knock it up to like a 12.5 if we want to be seen amongst these amazing Tokyo fashionistas. Oh, so turn it up, we did. We borrowed some incredible outfits. I remember we wore Disney one day. We got these like crazy printed outfits. We wore animal ears, guys. We wore animal ears. We wore animal ears. They were like more like pom-poms, I feel like. They were like double pom-poms, kind of looked like disco buns in our hair. Oh, we had these Alice McCall outfits that I absolutely loved. Yeah. And I I think Hayley Elsa Essa, who does these amazing print outfits, like we went all out. We had every outfit planned for every day. We planned a matching outfit as well because we always had to go matching at this point. And like we planned it at home when we were in Melbourne, when we had this grand idea that the whole of Tokyo was Harajuku. And then we get to Tokyo, we dress up on the first night. Obviously, like, we bring it. Like, it's the first day. I think we're wearing Discount Universe on the first night. And as you can imagine, just full sequin. The eyes are crazy everywhere. Matching We had the nail art to match. Sunglasses, even though we're going to be inside. We were just so ready to take on this crazy fashion scene. And we rock up thinking that everyone's going to be exactly like us and we're just going to fit in but also look awesome. And we walk in and not only is everyone staring at us like we're animals in a zoo, but also everyone (laughs) is in black, long, contemporary, Japanese chic. Kind of like what you would imagine an artist to dress like like in New York in a loft. Three-quarter pants, sleeveless tops. 
abstract kind of arty necklaces. Yeah. But that like, was like as crazy as it was getting. Very baggy optical glasses that were all just black. Maybe if you're going to wear a color, like you might wear red, but no, 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 not really. Like maybe just your shoes might be red. We could not have been more wrong about what we thought the fashion scene in Tokyo would be like understated and demure and quite quiet and here we come as loud as ever like obnoxious as and even if we like hide in the corner we are still the fluffiest most colorful most out there thing you've ever seen in your life and we would love to say that this only happened that one night and then we learned our lesson and we went and we changed but we didn't have any other clothes so night after night we would rock up to the same fashion crowd and we would be in these crazy, glittery, sparkly, insane outfits among this very conservative fashion crowd who looked at us like we were completely nuts. One time we were even walking home through a train station to get home after the festival and we had two people run after us like I kid you not yelling and running and waving with like a camera and they were like please can we take a photo please can we take a photo and at first we thought it was because they liked we were like oh they, they must be like fans of how to live or something like they must know us yeah we did and then they just burst out laughing and they could not stop laughing they just thought we were the funniest thing they had ever seen <laughs> so Lesson learned, if you're going to go to Tokyo Fashion Week, do not wear those outfits. No, go real conservative. Put them away, girls. Put them away. Keep them for like a costume party. But I'm happy to report that we ended up discovering our How to Live fan club. We actually did have one in Japan in the end. And there were like 12 members and they were the coolest dressed people I've ever seen in my life. And they knew where it was at and they were fluffy and funky too. And they were really funny fun and they kept inviting us out they were so lovely yeah so all was not lost another funny fact about us going to fashion week is we're often going to these amazing places like tokyo you think of as like food capitals of the world right Ooh, you guys must have eaten some really delicious adventurous things while you were there but the thing is anytime we've gone to these festivals because we're running around so much between shows and like we always overdo the outfits and then we got to do the nails and all the stuff And we never have time for food. So like I remember in Japan, we left and I was like every day like we ate pre-packaged sandwiches from Starbucks and acai bowls because there was like this food court right next to where we were staying that had these really delicious acai bowls. But like I don't really remember having any sort of epic Japanese culinary experience. To be fair, as you were saying that, I actually do remember we did try go to like one Japanese izakaya. I remember just walking around Shibuya and we picked a random one probably like off what was the prettiest or something like that. And I remember ordering a miso soup, taking the lid off the bowl and there was just a giant crab claw in there. Like a floating crustacean. We don't eat those. No, we don't eat those. So we were like, okay, thank you so much. But um, no, thank you. We'll just go to Starbucks. Yeah. So it was just kind of easier if we ended up at Starbucks. Oh, I remember we ate at Guzmini Gomez there once too. Did we? That's so funny. Yeah. Even like when we've gone to London, like we're always eating at Pret in New York. We just like get bagels. But to be fair, there is nowhere better in London to eat than Pret. Like I know That is a bold statement that I'm sure lots of people are rolling their eyes out right now. But I reckon anyone 
British totally gets it. Like my love British Pret. friends love Pret and they know where it's at. And you you just want to eat it Pret every day. Like yeah, it's like so e- good. Even for dinner, we would do like a tomato soup and a like cheese toasty. Delicious. Yum. Anyway, we digress. So at Tokyo Fashion Week, we also got to see Anna Della Russo, which was really cool. I remember we went up to her and she was one of the only people there that night that really appreciated our Discount Universe outfits that were so out there. She was like, oh, you guys are so fabulous. Oh, yeah. I remember she asked us about them. We were like, Discount Universe. She's like, yeah, yeah, I know it. So Anna Della Russo is the editor at large of Vogue Japan, if you don't know. But Fashion Weeks are actually an amazing place to go and meet some of your fashion idols and celebrities. We have had so many sightings. Actually, when we go to New York Fashion Week, we love that we always get to see the Real Housewives of New York. They are always at all the shows. And I remember They're when- probably our number one sighting. Do you remember Dorinda was all like, Giovanni, Giovanni. If you watch Housewives, you're going to love this story because we actually saw Dorinda and I think it was Ramona walking into a show last year and we just like yelled out, Giovanni, Giovanni. <laughs> Do you remember <gasps> we got that on- That's such a good memory. I completely forgot that. Yeah, we got that on Insta stories. I feel like New York of all of them have the best celebrities to see. I remember Lily Reinhardt from Riverdale oh, yes. was walking and out I of a show. And I embarrassingly yelled out to her, Lily, you look so pretty. And then afterwards I was like, why did I say that? I know. It's just like you can't help yourself. Like you end up with verbal diarrhea when you see a celebrity and you're just like, must say something. We've also walked up to and introduced ourselves to Andy Cohen, who, mm, how to describe Andy? He's kind of like the inventor of Real Housewives, I guess. Yes. That was a really funny experience because he wasn't that impressed by our crazy outfits like Anna Della Russo, to be completely honest with you. Well, and it's funny because like we take Fashion Week as an opportunity because like think about it. You've just got like everybody in this room together. So like as far as anybody knows, you are their equal. So we kind of take it as our opportunity to walk up to people and introduce ourselves like we are totally on the same level as them. Yeah, like we'll shake their hand. Yes, we shook his hand and we're like find some friend of a friend of a friend and we'll like mention that person's name be like oh Andy yeah we're friends with them this person and he's like yeah okay whatever yeah like bye girls saw straight through it but sometimes they don't we've also done that handshake to Rachel Zoe which was like a massive moment we had a photo with her which was a really cute photo she said something nice to us but I can't remember what it was to the tune of oh you guys are so cute obviously died also I remember I was very tongue-tied when we saw her and afterwards you were like why didn't you say that much and I was like I don't know I'm so obsessed with him so embarrassed (laughs) like I just couldn't talk we actually also met Fern Malice at New York Fashion Week who was the creator of New York Fashion Week and then we later got her on this podcast so that was like a networking tick although at the time when we went up to her I remember I was really tongue-tied and I was like oh Fern um yes love your work uh can we email you and she just kind of like chucked us a business card and was like okay girls another funny thing that happened one fashion week was sitting at the Dion Lee show in New York and I think we were sitting front row but like it was a show where everyone was sitting front row like the runway was just really long and kind of had like twists and turns and the chairs were just kind of around it and Steph and I both had those old Moschino phone cases that look like Windex bottles like the squidgy ones or whatever. I love those phone cases. So we were just sitting there and we were filming some of the looks that were coming up past on the runway just like for insta stories and we noticed like a couple of people across the way from us were like oh my gosh look that looks quite funny with us holding windex bottles and kind of holding them up as cameras and side by side you know like we're dressed alike and then we've got these matching phone cases in front of our faces so we were like 
going from left to right, like scanning the models as they walk past. And we were like, oh, this is really funny. We should do it in exact unison. And then like someone will definitely video us. It's going to be really funny. And so we did it in exact unison. Like a lot of times as well. Like I feel like we sat there the whole show doing it in unison. Yeah. People started laughing and like they just thought it was a complete coincidence and we were like giggling to ourselves. And then sure enough, within about an hour, it ended up on like some fashion week Instagram and but like it got a lot of views and like no one knew it was us like it didn't tag us or anything like that but it was just like really funny and fun and to this day still one of my favorite things of us at fashion week another story that comes to mind is when we were at new york fashion week and there was a party on at the standard rooftop in the meatpacking district in new york and we had just like heard on the grapevine but it was a fashion week party and it's a very like fancy venue and it's just like it's where you want to be also like we love celebrities in case you couldn't tell so we were like oh if we're gonna see celebrities anywhere at this new york fashion week it's gonna be there we have to go so steph and i went together we took our friend ranger and the three of us rocked up and there was a person on the door a few people on the door and they were taking everyone's names so i think we first just went up and we were like Oh, yeah, like Jess dead on, Steph dead on, Andrew Ranger. Very much not on the list. Just like if you confidently say your name, then maybe they'll just be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah sure, we were like, you we got this. We were dressed nicely. Yeah. And they were like, sorry, guys, you're not on the list. Turns out that doesn't work at all. No. Nope. I don't think that's ever worked for us. <laughs> that's funny. I think the lesson that we learned is don't say your own name. Say somebody more important than you's name. Yeah, exactly. Or just take a bit of a squiz at the front line of the clipboard with the names and then say a name oh, that you see on there. Oh, that's a sneaky one. Well, what we ended up doing, like we tried a couple of times and like I don't know how they didn't notice that it was like the same people coming back again and again. We ended up actually Googling. This is so, so cheeky. We Googled the name of the PR agency that was running the event and we found the head of PR there. And then we went up to the door and we said, oh, hi, yeah, we believe we're on blah, blah's list. And the one girl looked at the other girl and she goes, that's my boss. And then they like scrambled into the corner and they like huddled in a conversation. They were like, right this way, sirs and madams. And then they escorted us right into that party. Straight up to the rooftop. It was an epic party. It was like free-flowing alcohol, so much fun. No celebrities. No but celebrities. it didn't matter. And it was like the most beautiful view of New York City I have ever seen. Like floor-to-ceiling, glass windows, so gorgeous. And we had a really fun night. We had a great night. And I guess that whole thing of like fake it till you make it really does work. I also remember when we first went to Paris Fashion Week, we actually met a guy called Denny who turned out to be this lovely guy who has an amazing role in the Australian fashion industry. He worked for Cosmopolitan magazine and his Instagram is at style by Denny. He's an amazing stylist. And anyway, he was there taking photos for his blog at the time. And we kind of became friends with him. We're both like, oh, we're both new. Like we've just started a blog. Yeah, Like, are you Aussie? Is that an Aussie accent I detect? And then we were just like best mates after that. And we remember we went to the Chanel show and we were standing outside and Denny was like, girls, watch this. I am going to cause a frenzy over you. And he grabs his camera and like, we were complete nobodies. We just like had a few people reading our blog at this point. And he starts like 
causing like click, 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 like everywhere, you know, like paparazzi, like, oh my God, who are these girls? And we were in like these fabulous nasty gal outfits. I was in like a head to toe fluoro yellow suit and you were in like a head to toe patterned purple suit. Yes. Gorgeous. So cool. I think I still have those. And all of a sudden we started to be swarmed by photographers. Like it fully, fully worked. And then the two of us and Denny were just pissing ourselves laughing the whole time being like, oh my God, is this actually working? Like we're total nobodies. We're outside the Chanel show. Amazing people are probably walking by and their photographers are missing them because they're taking our photo. Oh my God. It was so funny. We have a lot of funny memories at Fashion Week. One last one before we wrap up. I feel like when we went to London Fashion Week a couple of years ago. Yes. So we are massive animal lovers. We love fashion. We love food. But first and foremost, we love animals, which means that everything we kind of try to do is animal friendly, including our footwear brand tubes. So we were at London Fashion Week. I think it was our first day there and we were walking to a show and all of a sudden we could hear these chants from like afar, you know, like it sounded like, I don't know, a football game was on or something. Mm. And we were like, what's going on? Like, what's that noise? And then frustrated people started to walk by us in the opposite direction. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. We're like, what is happening? Yeah. And they looked like they belonged at fashion week like they were wearing fabulous outfits but they were frustrated and so we started saying to them like what's going on over there what's happening why are you walking the opposite direction and they were like oh these protesters are out there in front of the shows talking about animal rights and animal welfare and not having any fur in the shows and they're ruining it for everybody and they suck and we were like animal protest fur what are you talking about so we get to fashion week and like usually where there's like all those paparazzi lining the rails taking people's photos instead there are about 40 people lined up with signs and banners and megaphones and they were talking about how london fashion week still has fur on the runways and they were protesting against it and we were like hold up we hear animal lovers came here to support London Fashion Week, but if they're having fur on their runways, couldn't we really cross this picket line and go and enjoy these shows? Absolutely not is the answer to that question. So we had a show to go to and we blew it off. We joined the picket line. We asked them if we could borrow some signs. And next minute we had like redesigned our entire schedule for the week so we could go and join the protesters wherever they were outside the shows. Happy to report that as of the following year, there was no more fur at London Fashion Week. So we like to think we were a part of that. Win for the good guys. Oh yeah. So... We hope you enjoyed this little taste of what is to come in a very fun How to Live Expamp week. If you are new to our podcast and you're dying for some fashion content, I mean right now and you cannot wait till tomorrow to hear more of it, then we recommend you go and listen to a couple of really great interviews we've had. One is with Fern Malice, who is the founder of New York Fashion Week that we mentioned, and the other is with the fabulous CEO of Vamp, Graham Luzzi, who was one of our very first podcast guests that we had on last year. Otherwise, stay tuned because there is heaps of content coming your way this week, starting Tomorrow, it'll be there when you wake up, Australia time. We also wanted to include on the podcast how to get noticed at Fashion Week and some little tips and tricks. But alas, we did not have time. So what we're going to do for you guys is 
post it in our Facebook group. So if you go to Facebook and you join How to Live the Podcast, we're going to post there all of our tips and tricks of how to get noticed at Fashion Week by photographers, Instagrammers, all of that fun stuff. And we'll be posting extra bonus content there throughout the week. So make sure you join that. Make sure you are subscribed to How to Live the Podcast on your favorite podcast app and you will be the first to get all of these amazing fashion-y episodes right to your ears. We better go because we have some fashion festivaling to attend to. We will see you tomorrow morning, bright and early. Can't wait. Happy Vamp Week and hope to see you around the festival. Bye.